what if I told you you could have the job of your dreams, but in order to get it, there are certain things you had to agree to. You had to pay all of your own travel expenses, even when traveling for the company. You had to pay your health insurance out of your own money, and, well, all of your food and everything else in hotels while you're traveling for the company. That's the reality for the WWE superstars out there, and most professional wrestlers in a big company. On the heels of the scathing piece by John Oliver on Last Week Tonight, on this episode of Body Slam, Franklin and I are going to talk about how wrestlers are treated and how they should be treated. In that mind, I'm TJ, he's Franklin, and this is Body Slammed. Wrestling is better than the things you like. Wrestling's good, it's just very good. Working for a company, like, okay, you for the longest time didn't have health insurance, right? Yeah, just just this year, actually. Just, yeah, and I've had it for most of my adult life. And I can't imagine working for a company where I'm making between hundreds and thousands and millions of dollars and not having health insurance come out of the company. Yeah, usually that's reserved for, like, the poorest companies yeah, like they don't, like that wouldn't offer it. The, I mean, no offense to people that work there, but the Walmarts of the world and people yeah. that— McDonald's, I don't think even has Yeah, that are notoriously, you know, anti-worker, air quotes— you know. Oh, WWE is notoriously anti-worker. Yeah, yeah. Talk to Hulk Hogan, union buster over there. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure a little time has passed since the John Oliver piece happened on last week tonight. And it brought up a lot of things that we already knew, but I don't know how much of the mainstream people already knew about it. I mean, what do you think? Do you think the mainstream no, public... No, I, I think that's exactly right. John Oliver addresses a lot of people who've never watched wrestling. You can tell by the, like, the clips he shows of, like... Uh, Braun Strowman in the big show breaking the ring. And the, and the audible the gas from the crowd. Gets, yeah. like, they've never seen that. They don't know what wrestling is. And the WWE has, over the years, delivered numerous ludicrous and genuinely incredible moments from when Jake the Snake Roberts set a live cobra on Macho Man Randy Savage <laughs> to the time Braun Strowman suplexed the big show off the turnbuckle and broke the entire ring. But I think that if the piece did anything, it really showed the problem, like... Because on social media, people talking about it that didn't watch wrestling, but were like just now aware, like, oh, this is a huge issue. Yeah, this is terrible. I mean, why are they not in SAG or the why? Tele- like, why are they don't have health insurance? That was yeah. something I only learned a few years ago. When I learned it, I was like, why? They're how can you get away with not giving those people health insurance? But you know what's bizarre to me is it extends beyond even WWE in-ring product. Do you know that all of their movies are non-union shoots? Really? So there's no SAG. There's no SAG representation on those movies. Is that why? Is that why? Uh, uh, That's why Johnson doesn't do him anymore. Oh, is that why he's in China doing movies with Jackie Chan so he yeah. can get away around the unions? And the only way that they got around it for The Rock to do Fighting With My Family is because that was the only one that was sad because it was a Sony slash WWE production. Well, that may, I would say that explains the terrible quality of the movies, but it's probably more just on WWE shows. More the fact that these people are not necessarily actors, they're performers. Come on, The Miz not an actor? Come on. Reality, he's a, he's a well, yeah. Have you seen Miz and Mrs.? Because I no. haven't, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, just going back to like what I said on our work experience, have you ever traveled for a company before? Like, have you gone to like an assignment or a conference or something? I mean, I've done a few things, but it's mostly for... Um, uh, like orientation wise, yeah. like go to our orientation or go like a couple like and it, sometimes they're a bit of a drive, but I've always been compensated for gas. Yeah, and stuff. But it's like I've been sent like 
across the state and in some cases across the country to do things. And like my rental car was covered, my food was covered, my hotel was covered, and you cannot say the same thing for WWE people. Yeah, they're like f- I know most people who like I have family members who travel for work and they at least get a per diem. Yeah, you know, I mean their flights are covered, but their rental cars, their hotels are not. And that's really weird to me because, well, okay, let's let's say uh, Daniel Bryan's going to be on Ellen. They'll give him a car for that because he's doing company business. I'm sorry, but Raw and SmackDown are company business. It's the most company <laughs> business. That, that is your company. Which, I mean, one of the funny stats about the whole rental car thing is I found out reading online that, you know the show Ride Along on the network? Yeah. Like, right. the, the list to do that show, like, the people that have been requested to be on it, it's like a mile and a half long. Like, yeah, I get my rental car free for the day. I'll be on the show. Yeah, sure. put a camera on me. <laughs> Shit. But, I mean, one of the most sobering facts from that piece, I think, was, uh, like, Jake Roberts and Perry Saturn and all the people that were using GoFundMe. Yeah, try and, and it's, it's heartwarming because I'd known the Jake Roberts story before because yeah. I'd seen the the like DDPs. I love him saving old wrestlers is one of my favorite thing in wrestling, yeah. uh, not in the ring. So I, I knew a lot about Jake because he had very like even when I was out of wrestling a lapsed fan, I saw those pieces when Jake would show up wasted on an indie show or whatever they mm-hmm. pop up on the internet and, and was, Scott Hall too. Yeah, and it was horrible because those are guys I idolized back in the day. But I'm always curious, like, the one the other person that I give a lot of praise to is Chris Jericho in this case, because he always, like, throws some serious money at these GoFundMes. Like, he threw, just this week, he donated, like, I think, like, close to $5,000 to several of them. And that is really cool. I know he's also very big into, yeah. uh, him and Leo Rush are getting into it now over Twitter about yeah. whether you should carry old, uh, wrestler's bags yeah. if you're a new guy, and he's very much a traditionalist in that respect. But it shouldn't be up to agencies like the Cauliflower Club and Wrestle Rescue and GoFundMe to support these guys in their later years. No, because a lot of these guys, like Scott Hall in particular, yeah. didn't have the internet until he was in, like, what, 2013, 14? Yeah. When he finally got on Twitter, and it's been questionable whether Twitter's a good thing for him sometimes. He seems to tweet, he thinks tweeting at people is, like, DMing them at times, which oh, is kind of Oh, yeah, weird. that was just some unfortunate things that but, were... uh but yeah, it shouldn't be up to these wrestlers who are like not about social media to raise their own money. There should be some kind of retirement plan. I mean, I, like I don't have the best job in the world, but I have insurance and I have a 401k retirement plan. Um, and it's provided by the company. And the company matches it. I can only imagine like having. I mean, a lot of these guys are smart guys. I mean, you got guys like Glenn Jacobs, Kane, and John Bradshaw, Layfield, and John Cena, and guys who are really intelligent people who I'm sure could manage that. There's some guys that can't. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think I could manage my retirement account by myself. Oh. That's why that's why I have the people. <laughs> yeah, ADP or yeah. whoever, like, doing yeah. it for you. Exactly. And I couldn't imagine, like, if you if you looked at how much insurance costs out of pocket, yeah. it's well, ridiculous. Especially when you go in to get insurance, like, well, what is your job? Well, I jump off ring ropes and slam around and uh, stuff. Like, Col- well, uh, you're denied. Like- Cole Cabana's talked about that where he has lied several times to try and get insurance. And he ended up getting it. But he's like, oh, I'm an entertainer. Kind of yeah, because if you yeah. tell them what you do, no, yeah. like, and I understand as a health care profi- uh, provider, yeah. you don't want to provide someone health care that's you know, going out there yeah. and knowingly hurting themselves. But I mean, day. the real kick of it all is that I, the, the, how they get out of in providing insurance in 401k is that WWE wrestlers are not WWE employees. The main way that he's done this is actually pretty simple because while you might reasonably think that the wrestlers employed by him are his employees, they're actually not, that they're merely independent contractors. Just which, which, as former wrestler Jesse Ventura pointed out on Howard Stern, is just insane. How are they self-employed when you're signed exclusively? Right. You can't work for nobody else. It's a monopoly. Yeah. They tell you when and where you'll work. They tell you who you'll work. They can totally control your life. And you're and an yet, independent contractor. And yet they call you an independent contractor. How has the government allowed them to get away with that for 35 to 40 years? 
this to me is the most like because I think I had known this, but I didn't know the degree to which it yeah, went. They're they're independent contractors. In and on paper, they are not. But reality. they are not allowed to wrestle for anyone else. Anyway. Or even like I think CM Punk talked at one point he wasn't able to do like a, a, a meet and greet. You have to get permission to do almost anything. It used to be a bit more lax, maybe five, ten years ago, probably more closer to ten years ago. When podcast started hitting, yeah, when because even go back and listen to the art of wrestling with Cole Cabana, where he has Dean Ambrose and he has all yeah. these current WWE stars that he would never be allowed no. to have on a show today. And there's like they talk about it. Uh, Jericho talks about it how no one's allowed on his show anymore now, and Jim Ross too. And uh, they control your life, but you don't technically work for the company, but you can't work anywhere else. I mean, you know, I work. For, I'm an employee of my company, but. If I wanted to, I could go get a second job working in the exact same field. Yeah. And, you know, there's certain companies that don't allow that. I know, like... The no-compete clauses. Yeah. And I understand it for certain, because if, if, if insider knowledge is a problem, you don't yeah. want people like, just go, you know... I know for a fact, because I had some friends that used to work there, if you work at McDonald's, you can't work at another fast food joint. Yeah, I worked at a movie theater, and you couldn't work... You, like, they wouldn't allow you to work for an AMC or something. Yeah, you know? that's understandable. But, like, if you're working in the WWE, and you want to go do commercials... That's on you. You can do. You should be able to do that. There yeah. shouldn't be WWE approving you to do it. Exactly. If you want to be the new spokesperson of Slim Jim or whatever the hell, like yeah. that should be on you. You're and the that'll, one who... that'll never happen again, by the way, because that Slim Jim deal was with Randy Savage. That was not with. Yeah. Randy. Well, the... they tried. I think Punk talked about trying to like do it, and they like Punk, shot him. Well, yeah, he was very briefly when they tried to bring it back the Slim Jim commercials. Yeah, which would have been epic. But it was WWE allowing CM Punk to do it. It wasn't Randy Savage going out and getting that contract. Yeah. So I guess the last person that's really going to be able to do that it would be like a Brock Lesnar who came in with his fight shorts. like Yeah, with all... his sponsors on all the – because Vince has that giant heart on for Brock and he'll do whatever. Yeah. but, but And that's the kind of the thing. Unless you're the kind of person that can get a Legends contract with the WWE yeah. when you're – like the moment you retire, you're kind of shit out of luck because you're back to the indies. You're back to breaking mm-hmm. your body. You're back to uh, – I mean you've already been paying for your own traveling and food, yeah. but now and you're paying for your own hotel. People talk about these Legends deals like it's reaching out to the older generation. It's really not. It's giving them a small stipend to not work elsewhere and to not badmouth the company. Yeah, and essentially to like, okay, we'll give you a little bit of money, and then we're going to use your likeness in yeah. every video game and every, like, you know. Billy, gonna... Superstar Billy Graham, say what you will about him. He's kind of an asshole and says some stupid stuff. But he was on like a $5,000 a quarter Legends deal, which is like, how are you supposed to live off $5,000 for three months? kind of the problem because they're, they're a publicly traded company, but the actual – Amount wrestlers get paid is kind of surrounded in mystery sometimes, where the people um, spit, like, to an extent. I mean, you could find out if you go to SEC filings and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, there are people like I know Punk on Cabana's podcast talked about like getting paid like five grand for f- uh, four shows in yeah. Mexico or something. Yeah. So there are people who are willing to talk about it. For the most part, though, people just assume, oh, you're on TV, you're making money. Well, it's and, like you used to be used to be similar to the other companies like Impact and Ring of Honor. Like on your off days, they would be privy to third party booking to where. As long as you told WWE, you can go work an indie show. Uh, Mick Foley talked about it in uh, Have a Nice Day where, you know, his kids were still, or his oldest son was still really small, Dewey. He would, you know, on the two days a week he'd have off from WWE, he'd go make huge money working a couple indie shots. Yeah, because he gets home. all them. I mean, he's splitting yeah. it with the, but he's making a flat amount. WWE gets getting a, his, got a portion of it, but. Yeah, he, but for the most part, he's selling shirts and stuff and any promotion. Most indie wrestlers make most of that, you know. Yeah. I mean, look at Joey Ryan turning down a WWE contract because, like, that's a significant pay cut. I never thought I'd hear that. Yeah, and I know uh, uh, Cody talked about that, too, when he was saying, like, mm-hmm. they were saying, oh, you're a pay cut to go back to the Indies. Like, well, no, if you get to a certain point in the Indies, you're making more than you ever made mm-hmm. in WWF. Because it's WWE. your money. Yeah, because you're getting to keep it. And, yeah, it is a bit more of a hectic schedule. No yeah. one's 
planning your plane rides for you. But Yeah, you have to do the hustle. You have to get your bookings and figure out how to get there. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, trans is paid for a lot of indie wrestlers. If you're Cody Rhodes, if you're Joey Ryan, you're paying all of that guy's trans. Yeah. If you want him in there, you're paying his flight and you're paying for his rental car, which is more than WWE yeah, guys Yeah, and there are, there are plenty of indies out there that have just enough money to get people like that, and they're, they know they're going to make money, they're going to get yeah. notoriety, their attendance is going to go up. I mean, it sounds great when you say, oh, I'm making $300,000 a year in the WWE. Look at Leo Rush recently, who turned down a $300,000 a year contract. Because, because he says it's not like you don't. You know, he's not taking home three hundred thousand no, dollars. I'm having to cover every rental car, every meal. I'm having to get from place to place. I'm having to buy my own ring gear. Yeah, this is shit that punk bands do, where they they you know they get put on Twitter. Hey, we're gonna be in Austin. What fan wants to put us up? Like yeah, WWE, people who are on TV should be doing that. Owen Hart was legendary for staying with fans to save money. Yeah, like not spending a dime. I think him and Mick Foley were the two known like the yeah the, the the frugal twins yep. they call themselves. If you're taking them out drinking, you're paying for the drinks. Yeah. But it's there's no way that you should be making that much money. Like it's weird that you know, like I've got a job where I make a decent living, and all of my money is mine. I, I cover my living expenses, but nothing that I would have to do for the company. Yeah, exactly. Other than paying gas to get to work. Yeah, which is yeah. understandable. But our yeah. work isn't uh, you know two hours from the airport. Exactly. I'm not having to fly to Albany, New York, to do my job. And it is significantly cheaper to own a car, even paying for expenses, in if you live and work in one town, than it is to keep renting cars to keep. Well, that's the reason. That, that's the reason why you know the big show and in, in uh, previous life, Punk bought a bus. Look, it's gonna take me a little longer to get there, but I'm saving money and, and I'm, I'm sleeping on a bed at night. Yeah, you I'm know? comfortable. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And that's why. I mean, you. I mean, the I mean, obviously, wrestlers ride along with each other because they're going to the same place anyway. They're friends. Yeah. But it's also just a money saving tactic, like. If you can stick yeah. four, pe- four or five people in a car, that's... Uh, and you don't stop to eat. You go to the drive-thru and you keep driving. Exactly. And, and these are people who are working out constantly also. So you have to keep paying for gym memberships. Like, um, No, they don't. Y- they, don't they, they really don't. Because, I mean, honestly, you'll see WWE guys on Twitter like, hey, uh, thanks for the free workout. Well, no, no. If you're a WWE yeah. star, but if you're an yeah. indie star, yeah, like you're also trying to stay in shape while not eating drive-thru all the time. But mm-hmm. You're kind of forced mm-hmm. to. It depends on what level of indie you are. Like, I'm pretty sure... Like a bigger indie name, um, Cody Hawk could walk into YMCA and be like, "Hey, can I work out real quick?" This, you know, I'm I have this many Twitter town. followers. I'm yeah. a wrestler in town. Somebody's gonna know who he is. Or again, like Joey Ryan, he might not be like a face you would anybody would know, but somebody. Oh my God, that's Joey Ryan. Yeah, you go work out my gym. Yeah, exactly. You're like you're, it's not costing them any money, and it's a huge. Opportunity. And it's kind of like you know, remember that old song? You know, was it a uh, hose in different area codes? It's now it's like you got gyms in different area codes. Like I know I can go to this gym, you I can get go a free to this hit. gym, I can go to free this gym a free day. <laughs> I imagine it's like being a firefighter and knowing where who's gonna give you free food or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so the history, WWE does not have a union. They're, no, they're not unionized. No, they have tried to unionize several times. Most yes. most notable Jesse Ventura. So you might have to fill me in on the story, but apparently Hogan was a big factor in. in yes, so Jesse on that. Ventura was really trying. He came the closest of anyone. He had a lot of guys ready well, to... Well, I mean, he took on the Predator. You would think he's... Yeah, you know, he's a sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he was really trying to get together to where the, he wanted a pension. He wanted more rights on the VHS tapes, which is a new media. He ended up getting that, and that's one of the reasons why he got edited off a lot of them, because he beat Vince McMahon and got several hundred thousand dollars. But he was like, look, we want the rights to, to our licenses. We want the royalties from this. We want medical benefits. We want time off. And he had the locker room kind of get mine. He was like, you know what? We are country like shit. We can do this. And Hogan stooged him off to Vince. 
and it was done. He's like, if you do this, you're all fired. Which it, it's just horrible because it's not like those things would have ruined the WWE. Yeah, this, like, I mean, okay. they were at a point where they had already bought up so many. Maybe back then it would have been a serious concern. Like they were still, they weren't the. There was still competition back then. Yeah, right? they weren't the con- well, they they weren't the conglomerate they are now, where they have their own network and they have you know. But even the network, I know Punk talked about like, do they get a percentage off that? Like, no. How are they compensated for the network? So, are they is it still ad buys for pay per views? No. They they get a percentage of the pay per view still because WWE is still on traditional pay per view. Yeah, like if people but that's want... becoming a medium where it's it's less and less important to them. Yeah, right? I think WrestleMania this year, from early estimates, only did like something like maybe sixty thousand buys. Yeah, they were people who were doing half a million and a million. Well, buys. they were doing million plus. Yeah, in, in their heyday. In their heyday, yeah. And and I'm, I'm guessing more people watch it, but on the network, so it's a little harder to tell how many yeah. people are actually watching. And, it. and not only that, it's you know the network is a lot like Netflix. One person has an account, nine people use it. Yeah, or how many people are actually sitting around watching? It? Like when we bought All In, it was yeah. you know multiple of us yeah. watching it. And least. how many like and how many people use different streaming services? You know, I don't, I don't have television in my house. Yeah. I don't have traditional television. And it's hard to, like, even if you there's a wrestler yeah. you want to support, you know, one of your favorite wrestlers gets injured, oh, I'm going to buy a shirt. Well, that's great, but, like, 14 cents is going to that wrestler. Yeah, but but the basic of the, how the pay structure works now is they do get paid a little more, but it hasn't kept up with inflation, and they get paid more because they're not getting those pay-per-view royalties. They get almost nothing, really, off the network. Yeah, and these are people who are, don't have any time off a year. They're working. Yeah. What's the average schedule for a wrestler? You think like over three hundred days. Three hundred days a year. You're, if you're on Raw, I mean, what, at that point, like owning a house has just got to be more of an upkeep for you yes. not being there than yes. it is you actually like. So if you're on Raw, you have uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday's travel day. You're all you're off Tuesday, Wednesday. If you're on SmackDown, you've got Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday you're working at the show. So you get two days off and one travel day every week. So they kind of work as we do, only we're not traveling across the world every week. Yeah, and you're like you get a day off. Well, that's great, but I'm in Georgia, and I don't, yeah. you know, I and I live in Vegas or, or yeah. wherever. Like, which is why a lot of them live in either in Connecticut near the company headquarters, or in, like in the Northeast, or they live down in Tampa near the Performance Center. Yeah, or you have people like uh, I know Daniel O'Brien for a long time had a house in Seattle that he was. Like well, Aberdeen. Su- or Aberdeen. That was, yeah. He was subletting to another person because he wasn't there for yeah. nine months of the year. You that know? person lived there far longer than he he owned the place. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, now we can call him John Moxley again, but yeah. you know Dean Ambrose is talking about living in Vegas, and he's like, I got a bed and uh, like a chair. That's it. Like, Well, I- it's funny about a lot of these guys is a lot of these guys live in Florida and Illinois and Vegas because of no state income tax. Why pay more of my money than I'm not going to get Exactly. Paid? Go to Illinois and pay like three times the fuck that. Yeah. Do you have any specific examples that you remember of, like, where you remember hearing, like, this wrestler's just not being treated right? I mean, my thing would be, yeah, they cover, um, WWE has the, the, which I think is great, the wellness policy, where they will cover people's rehab if, they have, if they're a drug addict or something. But my big thing is, a lot of these guys are drug addicts because of injury, because, like, they're trying to cover the pain. Yeah, there's not like they, I mean, like, there, there are people out there who definitely, I love the pills, I love the liquor, but it yeah. starts out as, I have to be on the road, I have to be in the ring tomorrow. Yeah, I fucking and hurt. I'm, hurting at night you yeah. know i know even scott hall said like he didn't always like drink before shows because you really can't work with yeah. liquor it up but it was the thing the moment that shows over you're drinking you're popping a pill because you're in pain and you have to get in a car and drive sitting up yeah. for 12 hours and, and you then talk, wrestle and, again and then john oliver talked about how you know the nfl got in trouble for covering up the effects of the game concussions and injuries to the point where they had to start taking care of their people there's the nfl alumni now where they you get a, a pension and a stipend and they try and take care of you somewhat that doesn't happen in WWE. No, and it's and it's odd because a lot of the people like who do we the person we saw they did the tribute to when we went to the Raw taping was it Bruno San Martino? Yeah. 
where like I, I love the fact that they like they inducted him. He's a legend now, but like he didn't live rich the last couple of years of his life. No. Well, to an extent, he to did. an extent, but yeah. even like even a person like him, or especially like he's a name that's well known. He wasn't living like Vince McMahon. Yes, he was you living. He, he was living better than us. And I think it's totally yeah. reasonable to expect like, well, can Vince be a little less rich and the wrestlers get yeah. treated a little better? But I think some of the saddest ones have been like, uh, and he, again, he's a bit of a pariah at times. Marty Jannetty, when he's like he showed his ankles and they're bowed out. And he has pain walking at all times. And can Kamala lost both his legs to diabetes because yeah. he couldn't take care of himself. And, and you're talking about like a guy like Mick Foley who says he can't walk upstairs without having to rest. But he's, he's he's a little better now. He's better now. Because DDP yoga. Ex- yeah, exactly. Plug. And that's I, I fucking love DDP. Yeah. His whole podcast will just be a, a tribute to him. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, when when he's taking more care of wrestlers than the wrestling industry is. Yeah, because at this point, like Scott Hall. Uh, who else do we? I know he's he's helped out like dozens of Zach Gowan, Raven a little bit. And that's the problem. Like you can offer people like Scott Hall um, addiction treatment, and they did several times, but that's yeah. only it's not treating the the root problem. That's not going to cover the pain that he's in. That's not going to you know. Yeah, which I love the fact that you know he's since done a lot better with the GoFundMe. He's gotten surgery to alleviate a lot of that pain. Mm-hmm. He started taking way better care of himself because yeah. he was in a horrible shape for a while. Yeah, when you saw 2013 circa Scott Hall, and you're like, oh man, Scott. Or, I mean, Jake the Snake, when he was in the throes of his addiction, was mm-hmm. it was horrible to look at because these are people you, that you, you did idolize but, and loved. Okay, But let's not beat up on the WWE too much. I deserve a lot of, of flack for this, but this is not completely only them. Like, if you're in Ring of Honor, you can work indies, just you can't work anything that's going to be on DVD or is going to be streaming. Same with Impact, yeah. you know. So you, and even most like things to Powerbomb TV, most even indie shows offer it streaming, or they're trying to sell DVDs. Yeah. But you, you'll see on the posters a lot, like you'll see guys like special dark match, you know, which is kind of what they do sometimes in WWE, like to stick around after the show for whatever reason. Yeah, give you incentive to come, like come watch this. It's not going to be on TV. Well, this guy can't be on TV, so we're going to put it as a dark match. Like I said before, I don't think it would break Vince at this point to offer health insurance and even a small, even if it's like my pension. Where I pay and they match. Okay, so they have. There are obviously healthcare professionals there at every show. If you yeah. get, if you break your leg in the ring, they're so gonna set it for you. And let's gonna take, but. let's go by just the Missouri standard. So to have a wrestling show in Missouri, you have to have the commission there, which I will talk about that later. I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of the commission, but you have to have an EMT on standby and you know the promoter. With the same with WWE, they got EMT, basic levels EMT, of healthcare because yeah. you're doing something that's inherently dangerous. And they have they can the, go they have wrong. the WWE medical team say what you will about them, and Punk said a lot about them on the art of wrestling. Yeah. But I mean, even not even Punk though. If you go back and you like watch the Beyond the Mat and stuff, they don't come off great. They come yeah, off more like they're like that. Do- that doctor again quotes and Beyond the Mat was a fucking chiropractor. Yeah, he wasn't a doctor. There are several examples of like that. We're like, okay, yeah, you have, some, but it even seems like the people behind the the curtain that are like there in case something goes wrong, you're not really spending the money to and like, and th- this is your staff. These are the people you have yeah. a company for. You have no company if you don't have wrestlers. I mean, That's the, the bedrock. And I'm not to be smart with people in the office, but. You know, uh, Sheamus, Cesaro, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. These guys are more important than Janet from Accounting. Oh yeah, and Janet from Accounting has full benefits and, and a retirement I hate to tell plan. You, they're even more important than the 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 writers because yeah, like, the writers are important, but they don't have anything to write if there's no wrestlers there. All right, all right, there, Jim Cornette. We need to have writers. We have the guys it, who just book the like, show. If you're if you're 
if you're building a hierarchy of what's the most important thing in wrestling, the wrestlers are the top. The, well, that's or the, the, the bottom. The base yeah. of the pyramid is the wrestlers. That's the foundation. I'm talking inverted pyramid. It's not a pyramid scheme. Ah. It's, it's a funnel. It's a funnel. It's a funnel. <sighs> Which makes me wonder about AEW. If they're going to do things differently. Yeah. And that's something I've worried about. They've talked about it, and it's been rumblings that there's going to be insurance, and there's going to be benefits. And if there is, they might change the wrestling world. Yeah, if there's a viable option. Because all it takes is one big company offering it. Look at guaranteed contracts. Before Eric Bischoff started throwing around guaranteed contracts, WWE didn't offer that. They said, you have an opportunity here. You could make up to this much. Now it's like, all But it right, depends on your hustle and yeah. your ability to get How over. many shows you make, how many merch sales. Yeah. Being impressive in the ring. And now it's like, all right, well, your downside guarantee is $500,000 and then everything else on top of that. So if AEW offers health insurance and it gets turned in some heads like it already is, I mean, you've got several WWE people who are asking to be out. Oh, yeah. I mean, at the moment, we have uh, we have Sasha Banks, we have Luke Harper, we have... Uh, Who's the Revival the asked revival, for out. Yeah, uh, Mike and Maria Kanellis. I think the Revival turned down big money. They were offered yeah. like a half a million a year for yeah. the next five years. Yeah. And it tells you that like this is not we're not happy with what I mean, things that's, are. Yeah, two point five million for five years sounds like great money, but you think, all right, well, how much of that is instantly gone from travel expenses? Think about how much okay, let's pretend that you ate out every single day. Yeah, think about, think about how much that would cost. Oh, exactly. And then you're also trying to eat healthy, which costs even more when you're trying to eat out. Like yeah. you can't. Just well, some go- of them. I don't. I don't really think some of the guys are trying. I mean, look at them. I mean, I mean say what you will about some of them, but that's also a grueling schedule. Yeah, that, you're in you great know. cardio. You can be in great cardio shape and still be overweight. Don't get me yeah, wrong. I mean, Cole, I mean, I wouldn't say Cole Cobain is in the greatest shape in the world, but he's in yeah. a great shape for wrestling, and he can. Or do look it well. at. Bray Wyatt two years ago. Not now he's fucking buff, but two years ago he was kind of a little bit of a fluffy boy. Yeah, but. I love that though. I love yeah. when people have a bit of a get. I love the yeah. McFoley's of the world because yeah. it, it gives me hope that I can get in there. That's my guy right there. Yeah, I'm never going to fuck. I yeah. like because I, I just got health insurance and I'm not. Yeah. I'm not spending the. Deductible. You have you have so far now. I've taken one bump in a wrestling ring. That's gonna be it. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I, that's, that is my life. I I grabbed it on the ring, fell backwards, was like, oh nope, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> it's not for me. I know Jesse Ventura tried to unionize the first time. I yeah. know Punk asked a lot of questions, but was there one more? When were the other attempts? And by so who way were back before that, um, Angelo Poffo, Randy and uh, Randy Savage, and the genius the, Randy Poffo's dad. Dad, yeah. He was a notoriously cheap man. <laughs> like it's so cheap that his gimmick for a while, because you know sometimes Art Imitates Life was the miser. Was that also not a little racist though? I remember like yeah, was, it was it supposed a, to be a Jewish stereotype? It was a little, kind, it was a, yeah, it was a little anti-Semitic. But he tried. He tried to unionize the wrestlers, and there's those that say that he was doing it to cover his own ass. Like, oh, I don't want to have to pay health insurance and all do this stuff. What's a union? Yeah, but yeah. he had a point. Like, yeah. he's not wrong for yeah. wanting to do that. So him, Ventura, were there, are, are there any modern day? Besides, like, I know, like, Punk made grumblings. I know that, I mean, like, it, we're going to have to wait and see what the guys in AEW do if they actually make it happen. If, you know, we talk about how the Bucks and Kenny and Cody are in charge. They're They're vice presidents. They're in charge of creative more yeah, than they're Shad in charge of. Yeah, Shad and Tony Conner are in charge of that company. Yeah. And so, I understand the need. Like, you can't you can't blow more money than you're taking yeah. in. A business won't last like that. Yeah. But there's got to be a, a better way to be like, all right, this is how much we need to be a viable company, and the rest of it can go to improving I'm the sure, way we yeah. treat our talent, which is in turn going to make them have a longer career, and we make more money off of them. I'm sure you've worked in some pretty toxic companies. Oh, you know? definitely. So, I mean, would you have taken less money to work for a company where it was a much more positive environment? I have before, oh, yeah. yeah. I've lost money before because I was happy so, I mean, where I was. If, if so, if you're in WWE and you're unhappy with the way things are and how much you're spending and how you're being treated, you might go to AEW and be like, look, I will take less money f- if you provide me with insurance on a pension. Yeah, or if I'm working less days. If yeah. I'm making... 
more money a night, but I'm working less days a week. So I mean, imagine, I mean, imagine if it does come to fruition and AEW has seasons that would also change the wrestling world. If they got chances to heal and weren't working all the time. Even if they're on a New Japan schedule where you, know, you work 10 days a month. Yeah, that would be. But even then, like New Japan goes out of its way to put a lot of people in tag matches. They feature heavily, you know, four, five, yeah, five on five tag matches, and that means you're only even when you're wrestling, you're not the whole matches. You yet. might work back to back dates, but not in a singles match. Yeah, and sometimes you're just grinding in there, and you only have like a two minute sequence yeah. where you're actually in the ring. So it's a lot. It, it keeps their talent healthier, which and I mean, term, you like, know, I I feel greedy sometimes watching raw on monday and smackdown on tuesday and nxt on wednesday and then nxt uk also on wednesday and what else is 205 that? live 205 on live on tuesday yeah. impact on friday ring of honor on monday and like being like okay i'm watching all this content um maybe i should be one of the ones to be more vocal and be like why don't we give them some time off every other major sport has time off I and mean, it's not like I'm not going to love them when, like, be, yeah. multiple wrestlers have taken time off for injury and when they come back. Like, if can be if a- WrestleMania was the Super Bowl and we took two months off and came back opening day, start of a new season, and did that, even if it was just, again, two months after WrestleMania, we'd be starting up here again shortly and Seth Rollins would walk out victorious for defending champion for the first time. It's not like you win the Super Bowl on the next Sunday you're defending the Super Bowl championship. <laughs> that's Yeah, it's a very, very good point. Well, and also, because you, you have Raw, you have SmackDown, you have NXT, it almost seems like there could be a way where you could give the Raw superstars a month off here mm-hmm. and SmackDown would take over and then you would switch that and you there would was, stifle yeah, that. You there, know. Yeah, there, there was this... Uh, Really great YouTube video by Brian Zane. If you want to go check it out, it was rotating schedules as seasons where there was never an end to WWE or wrestling. Yeah, because they have a big enough. And that would also give the, the underdogs more chance yeah. to shine because they're, they're when you always have your Finn Balor's or Seth Rollins going out there, it's hard you to do get, get bored. Yeah. I you know I, I love both those guys, but yeah. there is a certain point where like, you know what, I could do with them taking a month off, and when they come back, I'm going to be really excited. One of Jim Cornette's best quotes, and say what you will about him, but I... I you say a lot. <laughs> I, I, I agree with some of the substance, not a lot of it, but he says, how can I miss you if you won't go away? Look at Roddy Piper. How long did, was Roddy Piper ever like around for a really long time? No, no. he'd go home for a while. And you come back, oh, Piper's back. Yes. And he'd walk out with attitude. He'd walk out looking yeah. great and yeah. healthy. With a strut. People like, oh, yay, Roddy. So, I it's, mean, uh, to me, I'd rather see that than I'd, than I'd rather see The Undertaker walk down the ramp with a broken foot because he's forced to wrestle with a broken and foot. And Saudi Arabia no one, again. Getting back to AEW, I do hope that they're able to change the game a little bit, but mm-hmm. I am worried that they're going to get into the. Because obviously, they're, they're kind of a WCW. Um, yeah, don't just sign every WWE cast off. Exactly, and I think Ro- uh, Cody even came out recently said like, "There's maybe five percent of the locker room we would even take." Yeah, you know, like it's not just us about about hoovering up all because your it's talent. a it's a style that this is going to be a different wrestling company. Yeah, and I think if Hopefully. they stick to that, like, all right, they bring in a few old good star like huge names from WWE, and then they they sign up yeah. a lot of under kind of underground talent, people who don't make that much. They would be able to offer indie the, darlings. Yeah, they'd be able to offer them more money and more a better schedule, less grueling. Chris Jericho said he signed the most lucrative deal of his life. Yeah, and, he, and, and so working, did Jr. And he's working less dates than he has in a long time. Yeah, like well, he's not he's hardly working any dates now. But yeah, at, but, at the moment, at the but, moment. But like, I'm I'm fine with that. I'm even if he comes back yeah. and he only wrestles twice a month or whatever or what. So, you know. but you're you're with me that an off season really wouldn't hurt the product. It no. might make it better. Yeah, I think absolutely. It like, could you imagine better. if like you know we're both hockey fans. Because imagine if hockey was played continuously year round, how poor the product would be. Yeah, and like, and, well, you're an exception because you're one of the per- people that can watch wrestling Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, oh, yeah. Thursday. 
for most of us <clears throat> but you, I'm watching different wrestling that's true but for most of us like for me I'm more yeah. of a I'm much more of a casual fan than you are yeah although I do love it but there gets a point like the WrestleMania weekend where I was like, all right, you know what? Maybe a week or two. I don't really want to watch. Yeah, I mean, we're still. So, I up. mean, a little, little disclosure here: we're sitting in my bedroom with every WWE Championship available on my wall and a yeah. whole bookcase full of wrestling figures. So I mean, <laughs> you're the kind of person that could do that. But for like someone yeah. like me, like I would definitely allow people to go away for a little bit, and mm-hmm. I don't think it would ever be a part where like, oh, you're you've been out of my TV for two months. So I don't remember you anymore. Yeah, I think I think the only thing that would bother me is like, what am I going to do on Monday night now? Yeah. <laughs> I have to actually work. Gross. But there, like to me, there's also a thing where like there's a wealth of back stuff I want to watch on the network that I feel like I can't watch that old 1992 pay per view because I haven't watched the, the latest NXT yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's harder than ever than it is to stay current. Even I fall behind. Like I haven't watched this week's 205 Live yet. Yeah, and that's it's, you. That's a shocker to me. Yeah, like, I love that show, but it's like I'm again one of like the nine people that watch it. But it's like, it's like man, I really want to watch it, but. I kind of want to, you know, leave the house for five minutes. Yeah, or, or see my cho- like you, you want to see. Your I mean, children again, or- I mean, you know, five hours of of television programming, three to four hours of network programming, and that's on a non pay per view week. Yeah, and that's not on top of us doing a podcast and wanting to talk about old matches and go back and watch old like classic stuff, or rewatch the yeah. NWO run or whatever, mm-hmm. old New Japan stuff. Like, we're trying to get the most out of our subscriptions, yeah. and we're failing. When I first got the network, I would I would binge. I'd binge old WCW, old ECW, and I've not touched the vault probably for months. I'll watch the new shows. I'll watch Ride Along and Table for Three and all the shows I like. But it's like, uh, I don't really want to watch wrestling right now. <laughs> I found myself almost some of those older stuff where I'd go on YouTube and watch highlight clips of yeah, mm-hmm. old runs because or I have to keep current. One, so of, one, of, of, one of my favorite things is watching like people review those type of things like in a comedy fashion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I love the, OS, uh, OSW review guys. They're hilarious. People who do like a mystery science theater. Yes. The riffing on it like Colt Cabana does with Marty DeRosa. It's hilarious. Yeah. So I, getting back to the the topic at hand, the yeah. ethics of wrestling, like do you, do you agree that – they're more ethical now than they have been. Do you think that's because of the health of the wrestlers or that? Do you know the only reason I think that WWE is more ethical than they've ever been? Because social media is partially, but no, publicly traded company. I mean, they have, they have a board. They, they answer to stockholders and social media. John Oliver said in his piece, he wanted, you know, he hoped that people would be at WrestleMania, which was at that time a week away, a week away. And, you know, show your support. Let them know that you want the wrestlers to have health care and all this stuff. And I didn't see a single damn sign. No, and that's actually... And I looked for them. I looked all over. <clears throat> I was hoping there would be more of a hashtag. Um, uh, John Oliver's really good at that. He's done several hashtag yeah. campaigns that have actually raised awareness and trended worldwide. And I was kind of bummed they didn't actually go with, like, a really catchy hashtag that could have caught on. Mm-hmm. Because I also, like, I don't know the people watching John Oliver are necessarily the people going to WrestleMania. That there's that much crossover in the Venn diagram. I'd say that. I'd say there's maybe, like, of that audience that watches wrestling, maybe 10% of them are going to yeah. be familiar with what... Most of, his, most of his uh, studio audience that night, you could tell from the reactions, yeah. didn't We've know never what wrestling seen was. Yeah, like, whoa! Yeah. I mean, some of them might have went and watched it afterwards, but... Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and I, I hope they did, but I yeah. also hope... And, but I think we're also getting more socially conscious because... Wrestlers have platforms now. They have podcasts. Well, I mean, they have Twitter. They can when they leave a company, they're vocal about what happened and what was wrong. If you look at in the age in the age of social media, like you talked about earlier, and I know that you're you vote with your dollars, and I do too. I'm, I'm never going to support Hulk Hogan again. And like I like the fact that yeah, some of the people in the crowd at WrestleMania when he showed up got excited, and a lot of them are like, nah. <laughs> yeah, and Paul Heyman got a bigger yeah, pop. Than Paul Heyman got a huge pop. Like, thank you for interrupting him. Yeah. <laughs> Nostalgia does have its limits, right? And there are like, yeah, 
I think also in this stuff, like I'll, I'll be the Which, first to admit, I loved what? Hulk Hogan in the back in the day. I watch his matches now, and they're nothing but headlocks and yeah. three moves. Like, There's it's all the ditto Ultimate Warrior. I mean, you know, my son and your little sister are much more uh, lucky in the sense that John Cena is the big guy. He's st- he's still the the face of WWE, and he is exponentially a better wrestler than Hulk Hogan ever was. Yeah. So you you could point to a couple of John Cena matches like that's a damn fine wrestling match. Yeah. I can think of a single Hulk Hogan match where I'm like that was damn fine wrestling. No, even like the best Hulk Hogan match I would say is like still a three out of five star match. If it's, that. Yeah, it's very mediocre, and usually the but, other people are like dancing around him doing the heavy lifting. And even Hogan, who you wouldn't think about, you know, like that that guy did a lot of high impact stuff. He's still hurting. His back is a mess. Yeah, didn't he? I think he just had recent uh, surgery recently. He's to, like, had like fifteen back surgeries. Yeah, to alleviate but, the pain. Yeah, but I mean, I, I just I just don't know what we as fans can actually do other than stop watching, and I don't think anyone's going to do that. Yeah, and honestly, and I'm still going to support the wrestlers. I'm like, if I buy, buy a Finn Balor toy, I am still supporting him. Not much. I yeah. understand that. You're supporting him more. Of, like, it's funny to me, like the contracts with like pro wrestling tees. Yeah. How much of money did those guys get off of that? And that's why when I buy shirts, like I have maybe one or two wrestle WWE shirts. Mm-hmm. I have tons of New Japan shirts. Church from Pro Wrestling or, Tees. Or, you know, Cole Cabana yeah. or people who just sell their own crap because I yeah. know the more money's going to them. When they go to local indie shows is a great way yeah, to Yeah, if, if I go to an indie show and I hand that wrestler $20 for the t-shirt, yeah. he's getting all of that 20 Yeah, and I feel he, much yeah. better about that when, when yeah. someone like Jake the Snake comes into Illinois or, yeah. or someone comes into Missouri. And I mean, you know, we've made, you know, I'd call us friends with a few of the local indie guys and they know us and we support them to the fullest extent. Yeah, to extent. me it's almost like I don't feel nearly as bad going to a WWE taping of Raw and not buying a shirt, but if I go to an indie show and I, I buy have to something, buy something. Yeah. Because I, I know they're only know. getting a little bit of the ticket money because they're splitting it with the people who are putting and on And you see and how tickled the they are when, like, you know, the signs that, you know, your sister or my son make. And they're like, oh, man. Yeah. So I think it loses. Like, I, don't, I almost think that the indies should be a better place for wrestlers. And it's, it is sad that they yeah. are because. No one is happier playing AAA ball than they are in the in the major leagues, right? Like that's so what you want to get. There's some people that were like wax poetic about their time in the minors. Yeah, but, yeah, but it seems like wrestlers are at a point where a lot of wrestlers get to WWE and they're like, they look back at the Indians and like, man, I was having a lot more fun yeah. back then. I was making more money. There is absolutely no reason that a main event guy in the Indies should be making exponentially more than a mid card guy in the WWE. The lowest tiered guy in the WWE should be making more than a main event indie guy. Because that that's the way it is in Major League Baseball and another sport. Yeah. You're making the the bottom of the barrel, the practice squad guys in football are making more than guys in arena ball. Yeah, it's it's you such know. a weird thing because people do like uh, the NFL gets tons of heat. I know the NHL got well, you know, because they're a little better because they actually wear helmets mm-hmm. with concussions and stuff. But it's weird to me the WWE has gotten away with treating its staff so bad for oh, see, so long. Here's here's the reason. Now the concussion lawsuit, I will defend WWE on for one thing. The NFL deliberately tried to hide the impact of concussions. That is true. They The WWE was... Now, if, had someone come out and said the WWE tried to hide test results, would that surprise you, though? No, not at all. Yeah, but, but, but they did But they didn't. So, I mean, they might have tried to push some people out there that had a concussion. Now, did they... Did they try to hide the steroid use? So, they were never in trouble for steroid use. They were in trouble for Vince McMahon selling the wrestler steroids, which was proven to be untrue, at least in a court of law. Yeah. So... It's- it also is one of those stories where you hear about, like, of course he would, because all the money would go to him, and, like, yeah. he wouldn't have to share it. Money. But I think, like, when you signed, SmackDown was a billion dollar, was it one or two billion dollars? Two billion dollar Two billion dollars contract. contracts. Way more of that should be going to the actual wrestlers than, yeah. you know, like, making okay, like, Vince richer than he already is. Unless you have some kind of drug problem, or if you're just an idiot, the day that you sign your 
major sports contract within the MLB, NFL, NHL, NBA, you're set for life. Um, and with the day that you sign your your WWE, they, they have a retirement package yeah. in place, for and they have all their, tra- their travel cover travel covered. If you the day you sign your WWE contract, start saving. You're gonna need it later, right? And that's yeah. a horrible thing. But I think they get away with it because so many wrestlers, to so many wrestlers, growing up, like because a lot of indie wrestlers, a lot of the hot wrestlers are our age. Yeah, they're in their 30s. They're yeah. you know or late 20s, early 30s, when they're really getting good and they've really, you know, they spent 10 years doing it, to them, the WWE is the very top. So they're almost, I think they're willing to be treated a little worse to work for their dream company. Yeah, that's that, that's, to try that's to, completely the way it is. Yeah, because they want a, re- a main event WrestleMania, and who fucking wouldn't? Like, yeah. that's, that's a dream come true for anybody. I'd, I'd do it tomorrow if you asked me to. Yeah, I'd go out there and take a chair shot to the head just to, like, just... Uh, yeah. I'm jealous for Nicholas for that very thing. <laughs> <laughs> he can, yeah, he can call himself a champion. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing for me is... Um, what's going to be the tipping point, it's not going to be the fans, it's going to be the wrestlers themselves. If enough guys don't sign with WWE, if it starts becoming a trend, and like I said earlier, I think if AEW offers benefits and all that, then WWE's going to have to. I think that the last real big names that they signed probably would be like the Undisputed Era guys and Kushida. Yeah. Because because those those are names probably that were very much wanted by AEW. But the, like maybe if AEW had been more not in Kushida's case because he just signed. But I think if AEW had been around, I think two a years good ago there's a really good chance that the eight, Kyle O'Reilly would be in there now. Yeah, and, and Adam Cole know, and all those guys. Exactly. But I mean, I don't know, man. It's gonna be. On um, the, it'll be interesting as their contracts start to expire once AEW is up and running and they're if, hope, you know, hopefully yeah hopefully mm-hmm. on a great a great network. They're going head to head with some of these guys. They're getting mm-hmm. some good ratings. Don't go head to head. Or even but if they don't, yeah. but if they, you know like in this day of. Uh, of pirating and torrenting and, and mm-hmm. uh, TiVo, even if you're on different Tivo. nights, your 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 weekly products are always going to go ahead. With, yeah, you go to head to head. There really is no death slot anymore. Yeah, there, you you can be on at any time because, like you said, in the age of social media, Impact has a ridiculously bad time slot, but you can still watch it on Twitch. Yeah, exactly. On and a bad and they have it on a bad network and a bad time slot. And as of this recording, we still don't know that there's going to be a streaming service for AEW, but you would think there'd almost have to be at some point. Um, some actually, kind of... uh, the rumors are that if they go with Turner, they'd be on the Turner streaming. They'd be on the TBS and TNT app. Yeah, because so, honestly, like yeah. that, that would give me a reason to actually pay for that app. I never would have before. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason right there. I mean, I, I have my my TV app that I use, but I but I do think that if uh, if AEW offers a viable alternative mm-hmm. and they're able to be successful in their first couple of years out the gate, it'll be interesting to see when WWE stars start to their contracts start to expire. If a lot of them do end up migrating to the back to the indies, yeah, back to the because with every star they sign, AEW gets more and more credibility. True. As a like, as long as it's not just another WWE cast off. Yeah, and I don't think it's gonna be. I think no. people like Cody were with that company long enough that they saw the problems and they thought like, here's what I, I would do differently. Yeah, I wouldn't call Cody a cast off. I'd call Cody just like he left on his own terms. He wasn't yeah. released. He left. The Bucks never worked there other than a couple of dark matches, and Kenny never worked. I mean, he worked a developmental deal. Yeah, he's the new Sting, the the biggest star that's probably never going to well, work Well, he did technically work there. He worked in Deep South Wrestling. Yeah, he well, was, yeah, He yeah. was signed to WWE. There, I remember the moment, like, yeah. Okada, Kenny came on, like, the WWE Network was like, we have one match that we can show you with uh, yeah. Kenny Omega. Like Hidden gem of Kenny Omega. Yeah. Never mind that he was one of the first ones to leave because of the whole Bill DeMont thing. Yeah. Again, what, what is I the know? Bill the Remember Hugh Morris? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he, the reason why he got let go from being the head coach of NXT was because he was harassing the hell out of people. Mm-hmm. He was making people like eat Oreos out of other people's asses and stuff like that. And yeah, and I understand there's a level of hazing to any wrestling or any there any. Be. There should like, be. I, yeah. I have such a problem with hazing. In like you know, I went to college, I saw it. It was dumb. 
And it's also the point, like, when you get to do it, like, why would you want to do it? If you were hazed and then you get, like, oh, you can haze people, like, well, that's no fun. Like, yeah. I know what I'm doing. To, why the fuck would you want to do that? Why would I put someone through that mental terrorism? And is it just that wrestling tends to uh, bring in a certain minded well, let's, person? let's not pretend that this is inclusive just to wrestling. Because you look at, like, how rookies are treated in the other four major sports. Yeah. I remember years ago, uh, I think it was the Dodgers, all of the rookies had to carry, like, little, like, little girl backpacks. Uh, with them, with all their, you know, their, their like so just shaming them essentially, yeah, or, with their yeah. with their gear and with their glove and their all that stuff, their little like little My Little Pony backpack out to the bullpen or out to the dugout, you know. Yeah, no, it's like horrible. that's come on. <laughs> I'm all about teaching somebody humility, but it's not your responsibility. Humility is different from humiliation, though. Yes, I think they're getting those words a little yeah. confused. So I mean, okay, let's put a bow on this because I think we've talked a long way about this enough. Where do you see it happening in five years? Let's say AEW does succeed and does offer insurance and benefits. I think eventually WWE is going to have to. Because healthcare is such an issue, I think eventually it's going to become a big thing where like you're the only company now does, 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 or uh, you're the richest company that doesn't yeah. have to offer health insurance. Why is that? Do you think they're hearing the footsteps already? I, yeah. I mean, I think so. When you get people like John Oliver talking about it, I think like every with every non-wrestling persona that like brings it up as an issue, and, mm-hmm. and people are talking about it just because they're aware of it more. I think eventually they're going to have to do it, but they're going to try to do it as if, like, this is our choice. Yeah, I mentioned earlier, just like the guaranteed contracts, if AEW does it, they're going to have to. And if AEW is able to maintain some kind of viability, they have yeah. no choice. If they just don't fold under super quickly. Yeah, my ultimate hope for the wrestling world is that in five to seven years that WWE wrestlers are WWE employees. Yeah, that like, would be – yeah, and get rid of this independent yeah, contractor. There is nonsense. no reason why Jim Ross had two contracts with the company his employee contract and his talent contract that's stupid same with triple h he has two contracts shane too and stephanie it's like come on this is just getting around like a certain law right but i I really do hope for a brighter tomorrow for wrestlers and their health and their financial well-being yeah i'd say if you're if you're a fan of wrestling the best thing you can do is find when indie promotions bring in wrestlers that you've loved and That's the, Support them. That's the most time you're ever going to be able to give them money. And if directly. you unfortunately see a GoFundMe for some wrestler that you love that, you know, had to be taken care of, put some cash into it. There's no, again, this is the most recent one. There's no reason that Ricochet should have to put up a GoFundMe to help his mom rebuild her house. Yeah, exactly. And is that one of the ones Jericho donated yeah. a, bunch, a bunch of money to? Yeah. yeah. Like that like is this a guy like, is a WWE superstar. He shouldn't have to ask the fans to help his mom. No, on house. the rise too. Just yeah. got to the main roster. He should have enough to buy his mom a new house. Like yeah, but that's the nature of the business, and I hope it's not for that much longer. But any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I love wrestlers, and I I often I love hate the companies. <laughs> it's yeah. one of the weirdest dichotomies in wrestling, which is weird because I hate the company that I probably support the most. Yeah, in, term, ha- in terms of money, because yeah. I guess I have all these belts on my wall, and I have the streaming net, service, the streaming yeah. service, and I go to Raw and SmackDown. Now, if you ask me, would I rather go to a Raw or SmackDown or a Dynamo Pro show? I'm probably going to go to the Dynamo Pro show. Yeah, because oh, yeah. I know that I know who I'm supporting. And there's, there's something about like being one of the a smaller crowd of supporting people when you're there's, mixed in with. And there's thousands. something about there's something about the fan the the wrestlers knowing me when I walk in and interacting with me like oh hey TJ I'm like hey yes yeah. and like knowing also that you you're supporting them directly like yeah. the, the amount of shirts that we like we I'm go, giving you yeah. all of this twenty dollars not a portion of it and the company gets the rest yeah. Because I'm hoping you sell out of the style and get a new style of T-shirt because I need more. <laughs> yes. But, hey, like, like we said, support your local wrestlers. And you know yeah, what? Support those go- GoFundMes. Go on Twitter. Voice your disapproval with how they're treated. Maybe we can change I this. I mean, they should be because there are so many podcasts out there that are able to 
sell episodes and make money for podcasting. And that's another way. If a wrestler, wait, 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 wait. People make money doing you, this? I shouldn't have told you that. Shit. What? God <laughs> damn it. No, you still have to pay money to do this. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't changed. Yeah. All right. So until next time, guys, I'm TJ. He's Franklin. And you've just been body slammed. McMahon has always had this mentality about treating wrestlers like circus animals. All these wrestlers that have broke their backs making this living for years end up with nothing when it's over. And then they sort of take you out back and they put a slug in the back of your head and dump you out. In a, that's the life of a professional wrestler.